Welcome everybody to the Top Back Podcast, the show where we share our love for nerd culture for your entertainment. I'm one of your hosts, Matt. And I'm Mike. And we're back after a long hiatus. Me and Mike haven't talked about shit for like three months, but yeah. it's that time of year, Mike. What time is it? It's NBA basketball time. Cue the theme go. song. Let's go, let's go. NBA time again after a lot of dramatic moments happening over the summer and even just the past week as we're recording <laughs> this. So we're going to talk about, uh, actually, we're going to preview the season. We're going to share our thoughts and, you know, future expectations and, you know, and we're going to talk about the documentary that just came out later on yeah. in this episode too. But first, we're going to stick to the 2022-23 season and what's to come. So, Mike. Lead it off, bro. Yeah, so biggest storylines going into the season. Like, literally, it's been ongoing and breaking news almost every day. Um, and it could hurt the chances of the defending cha- champs, the Golden State Warriors. Um, Matt's a huge Golden State Warriors fan. Um, we're here in the Bay. Um, and, you know, like, they just came off of the championship and Draymond straight up one-punch man, Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward now, Jordan Poole just signed his contract today. So what are your thoughts on like how the dynamic of the Warriors championship aspirations going back to back this year? All right. So going into <laughs> the season, I was very hopeful. Yeah. The, I, I'm looking at some of the preseason games that they have a good squad now. But uh, I think know, they're even better. Yeah. To say the least, I think they're actually more. They have experience now yeah. with the with the bench so i think they'll be better yeah but the chemistry is a lot better up until <laughs> last week with holy shit dude it was i couldn't get away from it even if i wanted to. yeah I texted you i was yeah, like holy texted shit me i saw it over the the feeds espn was talking about it yeah. and you know honestly as much as i am a warriors fan i always hated draymond as far as personality wise yeah, like yeah. i knew this this is not even surprising what he did yeah like him barking at teammates I'm, I'm actually just surprised it took him this long to even get to this point because yeah. that as much as i appreciate this game he has anger management issues yeah. he doesn't know when to stop and then when you add another player who has a big mouth like uh jordan Poole, yeah, yeah. which uh what, what do you think of him i think he's just the representation of this generation that's super skilled and has a level of arrogance that, like, if you're not a girl, yeah. you thinks he's fine. Exactly. As guys, you would think it's it's kind of annoying, mm-hmm. kind of rubs you the wrong way. But I highly respect his game. I do too. Offensively, yeah. he's a, he's a beast now. Yeah. And you know, I, 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 I can't. Oh, good. I, I said it. I deserve. I think he deserved the bag. Like I, I've been saying, like I think he should get the most money. Like nowadays, like he he got it today. Um, I, w- I would have been fine with him leaving, huh? One forty. You think it's worth? 140? I think so. Like as a bench player, I just, I just think because I know the TV contract is going to balloon even more now oh, okay. or later on. Okay. So you're getting him technically at a deal mm. when things blow up three to four years from now. Do you think the incident that just happened affected his pay raise? Like, yeah, yeah, man. It's like, <laughs> like how, like whatever um, offer or bar you had. Uh-huh. Like, are you going to keep me? I'm pushing it up a little bit more, mm. maybe another five, ten million. I was expecting twenty five a year. For yeah, I, I wasn't expecting what thirty five now because mm-hmm. uh, he got a one forty mil four year contract. So I was yeah. like, for a six man, that's yeah. a lot, dude. Yeah, like, I know it. It is, but like his value <laughs> on the court, he can uh, spell both Curry and Clay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got Wiggins' contract coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Like this situation is so crazy because like. I mean, we've seen ba- basketball fights. I mean, like a brotherhood, like you guys are going to fight mm-hmm. eventually. Um, but the fact that the video came out, it just caused this whole media storm and goes back to Draymond, like 
you've built up so much of a bad rep and vibes that pretty much your whole team doesn't like fuck with you right now you got to earn their respect well if they they probably haven't deep down they're like okay we'll play with you even though we don't really like you. exactly but now it's like even worse because you have the public perception yeah and now that's you know every time we watch a warriors game from now on we're going to be looking closely how, yeah. how he's going to play with pool <laughs> specifically it's like, going to be a hench uh <laughs> high five count how many high fives have they had so far <laughs> exactly how many times did draymond not pass the pool it's like the kd down? shit like bro you bring so much drama and like you said so many things too of like I want to be. I want to skip a game and watch LeBron surpass Kareem, which yeah. we'll talk about later. Which it's is like weird. Yeah. it's like, dude, like you keep running your mouth. You talk about being the new media, mm-hmm. but you kind of like like set yourself back yeah. even more and more. Like, so I think this is a breaking point. I think this is Draymond's last year. I think so too. I don't even want him anymore. To yeah. be honest, like I could we the scene the the roster we have this year. I'm kind of okay with Draymond moving on. If if you know, it's, LA. ultimately, I think it's up to Curry. Yeah, like I don't even think it's management at this point. Like if Curry mm-hmm. wants Draymond to stay, I think they'll reconsider. Yeah, but at this point, I think I'm kind of I'm over it at yeah. this point. This dynasty is like it's crumbling anyway. Uh-huh. Like they have about two years left yeah. to play at a high level because I think yeah. Clay's even slowing down. Curry's yeah. slowing down. So which is great because you have such a. I think this is an interesting dynamic mm-hmm. with this dynasty because you have young guns yeah. who can take the next wave. Mm-hmm. It's like Warriors 6.0 but right now. Yeah. New iOS. I'll give uh, the management credit too because the the transition from Curry's, um, his era, mm-hmm. it, was, it was really like a rebuild from straight up. But yeah. now this is more of like a pass of the torch. Like yeah. they have a good foundation to, to build. Yeah. So when Curry retires, they may not be a championship team, but they at least have pieces to you know, it's Duncan, it's Duncan and Kawhi all over yes, again. Yeah, that's a so, good, the Spurs, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's see. Um, like, last point with Draymond. Draymond's that friend that, like, you love, but every time you bring him <laughs> to the club or anything, and it just causes so much of a mess, that you don't even fuck with him. Uh-huh. But he's your bro for life, regardless. Yeah. So maybe not Paul's bro for life, but yeah, yeah, yeah. hell <laughs> no, nah, hell no, that was embarrassing. Yeah. Was and I'm actually bad. quick note. I'm surprised he could Dallas stay for one more year too. So. Yeah. Oh, he, he told he told Curry, "This is the last one, bro. <laughs> you need a vet like that on every team." So I think I think he just wants five on his fingers. He's invaluable. He's invaluable. Yeah. Um. But all right, moving on to the next. Um. There, the people, the team that they beat. Mm-hmm. In the finals with the Celtics, ah, yes. Ime Yudoka. Damn, bro, that was. I, I don't like to talk about other people's relationships, mm-hmm. but that one was crazy. Of like him cheating on Nia Long, yeah, and this is almost almost on par with Jay Z cheating on Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. Like, as far as iconic black women, yeah, it's like that's like Nia Long is like untouchable. Yeah. She hasn't done shit Jeez. wrong in her whole career, and you're yeah. gonna cheat on that. And she moved to Celtic or Boston like two weeks before and the whole now that we found out about all of this uh, like maybe two employees and Mm -hmm. one of them was arranging all the travel stuff Mm -hmm. it's really it's really messy and like the way the Celtics handled it with um, not really keeping it in the house and then kind of being very vague about it and then suspending him when you could have like I don't know fired him or something Mm -hmm. like it's a mess he's suspended for the year Okay, so he still has a... He could still come back. <laughs> he could still come back the following season. Yeah, which is so dumb, and Like, I, you should have yeah. just handled it internally. But it was going to leak eventually. Um, but I think it, it sucks because the Celtics, I was going to pick them again this year because they got Malcolm Brogdon, mm-hmm. who I thought was the missing piece for this team. But like now I feel bad. They're wasting Tatum and Browns another year together, and I think Brown is going to leave after this year. Mm. 
I thought they were a great squad. That's actually a good uh, jumping off point, too, because it kind of exposes the the management of the NBA as far as suspension and what's the right what's, yeah. what's the right punishment for certain, you know. Offenses. Yeah, yeah. so you got Draymond with punching his teammate on camera. You got, uh, <laughs> what's, not for, what's the name again? Yudoka. Yudoka. You have him cheating with employees in the Celtics organization. Uh-huh. He gets suspended. It's like these are, when they have ties and when they're – millionaires at this point these, these are just a slap on the wrist you just mm-hmm. gave you doka like a vacation basically pretty much just i don't to, know if he can coach in the league though anymore yeah so i mean he has his own personal issues with Neil Long now so yeah. his whole reputation's fucked but mm-hmm. it's just weird that they're sending these kind of messages to you know to the fans too it's like yeah. it's clear that the money is all over the nba now yeah. like they have so much money mm-hmm. they think they can do a lot of shit but yeah. their priority is the money so yeah firing marketable people like Draymond, it's not really a thing for them. Mm-hmm. Punishing them is not really a... I don't know. It, it's weird. The NBA is in a weird place right now as far as yeah. uh, holding people accountable to what they've done. Yeah, I and, think also in the tier of like organizational hierarchy, like you have the Draymond situation, you have the Udoka situation, which got a year suspension, and then you got the Robert Sarver situation in I, Phoenix, okay, which was even, the same week. I didn't even know about that until you put in the text, yeah. like what he did. Yeah, that's, that's a racist Donald Sterling all over yeah, again kind exactly. of shit. So it's exactly what I thought. Now that he's going <laughs> to sell his team, which is great, mm. um, but you're just only uh, like kicking one black sheep out of the 32, 32 sheeps yeah. in the NBA of just like, it's still, there's a lot of discrimination. There's still a lot of like factors that pull into this slave owner mentality in mm-hmm. the NBA. Um, and then, yeah, there's an unequal balance of like suspensions and fines and all that stuff, mm-hmm. which takes away the drama, like the story from the players itself yeah um so much drama uh, that was just the off season and then another drama with another east favorite is the mm-hmm. brooklyn nets um the whole <laughs> all three stars katie wanting to leave Kyrie signing again mm-hmm. ben simmons like airballing Dude. in preseason like man our our picks last year was fucking lakers in brooklyn i don't even <laughs> we're horrible I, yeah i didn't even come up to to that point ben simmons he's not gonna be doing any damage Fuck dude no. like katie his heart i don't know where it's at right now so yeah you know when katie's not in the mood to play he's not gonna play 100 percent. his body language is just like man why yeah. the fuck did i leave golden state yeah and in my <laughs> opinion as effective as he is offensively he's past his prime now yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know so um i he doesn't have another championship in him I mean, it just proved it in the first round of last year's playoffs, getting swept. Yeah, um, and he tried though. He tried, he tried, but like, there's clearly a difference with like the Giannis factor in yeah. the East. Giannis yeah. and the Bucks, who I think is like top two in the East now, just um, getting back all your players and Giannis always improving every year, um, both offensively and defensively. Like the Bucks and Sixers, I think are gonna go neck and neck. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be Eastern, Eastern Conference fight. Um, the finals, Eastern mm-hmm. Conference, and you know James Harden said he lost a hundred pounds this off season. He did look good in like a picture I saw. Yeah, like, like, more in shape, but that's typical Harden. He yeah. gets in shape preseason, then <laughs> he just lets it go throughout the regular season. That so. duo is deadly, though. Mm-hmm. Like the whole Joel, Joel Embiid and Harden. Mm-hmm. I, like I'm fearful of that mm-hmm. coming from the East. Yeah. Um, how about you? Who do you think from the East? From the East. It's clear. It's clearly that Warriors from the West, yeah. but I think in the East, it's I always had. Well, if the Bucks are healthy, I usually had them for top three favorite mm-hmm. because uh, uh, Middleton was out. So yeah. I think if he was playing, he pro- they probably would have got to the finals in yeah. my opinion. 
Uh, Miami. I think they they met they're past their prime. You like, think they're past their prime? I, now? I think I think so. Like last year was their last chance. It's like ah. all decline from here. Jimmy Buckets is getting older. Yeah, it's the same team. Like you have to. Kyle Lowry is older now. Mm-hmm. Who you guys compare to me? Because I have a big ass like him. Um, I say the Cavs could be a sneaky sleeper team in the East because, really? like, you got Donovan Mitchell, you got big trees. Oh, I forgot Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, see, man. like, that could have been a big storyline yeah. in the offseason, mm. but there's just so much shit going on. Like, DeJounte Murray's in the Atlanta Hawks now, too. Um, ah, I think he's, okay. like, like, I think he's really great. Like, I think, honestly, for me this year, the Hawks will probably make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Really? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Another stab at it? Yeah, I'll take, I'll take, a bet on that one. I think they That's a good one. They might have a some extra energy this year. Yeah. Especially Trey. I think Trey is at the point where he understands his game. Yeah. He just needs the somebody to take the Yeah. Um that second lead. Yeah. And with Trey losing more of his hair, like all the superstars <laughs> like their hair starts He's receding more. He's only twenty four and I know. his hair is almost completely gone. It just reminds me of Elder Barge. I don't know. <laughs> I have no one. Yeah, but so the East, I, I think it's still open. I mean, it's still going to be trash. I thought the Bulls were going to be good last year, but me too. They still like as fast as they like rocket skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. They, it's going down now. Yeah, with hella injuries. It's weird because Demar Derozan kind of just like he came up in my list as far as the top shooting guards in the league. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh fuck. I, I guess I didn't really notice him in the Spurs. Yeah, or, but <laughs> he was held back. And the Bulls, like shit, yeah. he's averaging twenty twenty eight. Yeah. I think he was he was going off. He was yeah. he was getting game winners after every game winner. Yeah. But like I had a feeling I was like, man, they're they're starting so hot, they're gonna get cold. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Lonzo got yeah. hurt again. Um, so uh, the East, I think, is again another, the weakest conference. Like it's just top heavy, and then all the other teams are just gonna be a lottery team. So yeah, the West though, West the is, West is a different story. My but, sleeper for the West. Is Denver Nuggets? Because yeah. you're getting Jamal Murray, sloppy toppy back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who I think is like a baller, but he's, he's baller. very smooth, and I wish he can transition his bubble game to every game. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll be interesting to see though, because he's not going to be 100 percent off the bat. Well, I don't know mm-hmm. how his his, uh, his injuries affected his game because KD when he came back after his injury, mm-hmm. it wasn't the same. I yeah. mean, he's still effective. Don't get me wrong, but. Yeah. You play differently when you have an injury like that. Yeah, and he's more shifty. So, like, yeah. compared to Clay, who came back from multiple leg injuries too, mm-hmm. like Clay just needs to shoot and run around. But yeah. Jamal's game is like very shifty, and he's a, he's a sniper though too. Yeah, um, but his confidence is up. Yeah, I moved Nuggets up over like Phoenix because Phoenix also has so much drama with the DeAndre Ayton. Have you seen uh, that? Yeah, yeah. Like, damn, it's like every team has something. Like, damn, Monty, you're one of the most well-respected coaches in the league, <laughs> and you can't even like talk to your player. So Ayton's complaint was he wants a max contract, right? Yeah, or they kind of lowballed him, and he's like number one pick. He's mm-hmm. been consistent like last every few years. Like mm-hmm. he's in an incline, but like. Um, just the way him and Monty ended mm-hmm. last year with like having a back and forth and not speaking all off season. Mm. It's like, why did you, I didn't even want to be here. Why'd you guys sign me? Cause he was a restricted free agent. So, but they, they uh, only resigned him that. so that they can trade him, you know, gotcha, so gotcha. they don't lose you for nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, we're going to see more of this back and forth. Hmm. CP is getting old. CP's um, done already. Yeah. CP's done. Crowder is getting, um, like wants to, wants to be traded. Mm-hmm. Um, Booker, he took a leap. But I think, you know, I don't really like Booker like that. I don't either. I think he's also very skilled, but 
you know i don't think he's much of a leader yeah speaking he's always talking about mamba mentality which is right here yeah but this, I, this I still player, don't see man. it i still don't see it with him honestly even tatum to an extent like yeah. the, the talent is all there but there's just something extra that's not that's just missing there's still something that separates you from kobe mm-hmm. and the fact that both of you like always try to emulate him mm-hmm. but not even close like kobe emulated mj to a t yeah exactly. Like you guys or are not even close even to more so yeah. like well, after reading his book i'm just like he's fucking crazy yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, he sacrificed his whole <laughs> personal life just to get better at basketball which yeah. is for some it sounds crazy but mm-hmm. for him he wants to be the greatest bro it's the kendall jenner effect <laughs> i'm telling you she just she went through she ran through the nba she gonna randomly find a baseball player i bet yeah. you she's gonna move on she like dated all the players we talked about on this list so far ben simmons and yeah them. when we uh, get to the redeem team i want to talk more about kobe and how his his influence his, his legacy is kind of fucking up this generation a little yeah bit, in uh, a weird way um so those are like beast of the west mm-hmm. um and the other tiers How about dallas though? Dallas. okay so i i love lucas game he got skinny over the summer he was <laughs> balling in europe um they got Christian Wood, which uh, I think is a good pickup. Um, and then Dinwiddie's there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Brunson, go have fun in the Knicks. Um, but I think Dallas is still another one or two pieces away. Mm-hmm. Um, the West is just loaded. But I, I won't doubt Luka for carrying his team again mm. as long as he stays healthy. I'll make a, I don't know if it's a bold statement. I think the Clippers might surprise us this year. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kawhi, Kathai. <laughs> Kawhi's Leonard's thighs are huge. Yeah, they have a lot to prove this year. They've been they've been out of the the conversation for at least two seasons. Dude, they've been together like four years. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, Yeah. because of the bubble, because of last year, it doesn't feel like they've had time to shine. That's your boy. Yeah, I know. I saw I saw a little bit of the Lakers the preseason. Trash. They're they're trash, but they're better than last year, in my opinion. Yeah. Well. His body language again, mm-hmm. Russell. There's always a little moments of like, is Russell even part of the Russell not wanting the to bench. Do the huddle? Yeah, like not the, the huddle, all that shit. That. Like, oh man, just trade this guy already. Like, just get him out, get him to Pacers, Indiana. A person like Russ, like who had his his peak in the you know 2017 historic yeah story you know one of the b- most explosive point guards to ever play the game yeah I don't know what it takes for him to to be motivated at this point. Like you you have a championship. Mm-hmm. caliber team yeah but you're not willing to be a role player mm-hmm. you can't play like you did before like yeah what what is there for you at yeah this it's a it's the girlfriend that needs to move <laughs> on to another pastures i mean that's lebron's yeah, yeah. fault like lebron clearly um made the green light like let's get russell mm-hmm. I'll, I'll 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 turn him around but now you got patrick beverly you got kendrick, kendrick nunn dennis mm-hmm. Schroeder. it's like it's a point guard by committee now yeah. like in AD's never healthy. Like, I'm totally out on AD ever playing 60 games now. Dude gets hurt just playing video games. Like, mm-hmm. dude, like, that's just another Mamba mentality, but not shown on the court. Yeah. You know, they, they say it, they preach it, but they, it's not really in practice. Mm-hmm. Um, Grizzlies, I'm, I was super high in jaw, but, like, kind of in the same sense of, like, Anthony Edwards. They're both super talented, mm-hmm. but they're... I don't know. I don't. I don't mean to be this kind of like fucked up, but sometimes they bring like, like the outside noise into the NBA, mm-hmm. and like it kind of fucks up either your money or like just your overall brand and look. Yeah. Um, like Anthony Edwards got said something on IG, and then John Morant is like, I think he was like smoking and drinking on like social hmm. on IG last summer or doing shit. It's kind of like okay. Allen Iverson. 
Uh, you know, you're very you're you are yourself. Yeah. But you're also kind of like your reputation in the league. Like the media can totally switch on you easily. Mm-hmm. They love you now, but they can hate on you. The Grizzly is someone that my dad actually thought should be this last year. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, there's there's a point in the game where I was like, they have that something in the team, but they're missing a couple offensive pieces to to help bring them over the hump a little bit. Yeah. So I'm I'm not really familiar with the Grizzlies lined up, so I can't really say much Definitely. besides Ja, obviously. Yeah, they're they're a really grind grit and grind team. Not like the OG Grizzlies, but um, Jaw is very smooth, mm-hmm. and um, I mean he he needs to like stop dunking so hard. Yeah, it's like you it's don't like learn from Derrick Rose. Rose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like just, y'all should learn already. Like it's yeah. not good to play like that consistently every I, time. I love his game. I love seeing his dad, aka Usher, on the <laughs> court. Uh, I don't know. I, I think Memphis, Memphis, and uh, Minnesota. I would love to see them fight with each other again with Rudy Gobert in the lineup. <sighs> the Timberwolves. I forgot about them too. Yeah, shit. They're just big. They're just like yeah. big ass trees. And cat, <laughs> cat's cat. Cat. Cat's always winning though. He got Jordan Wood. And cat, I like his game. There's yeah. something about his personality. I don't like. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a little like that young arrogance again. Um, exactly. Like you know, you're just, you can ball out, but yeah. you don't have that team mentality sometimes, mm-hmm. or you complain too much. Oh is, yeah, he cries a he lot. Cries a lot. Yeah. It's like Fouls. almost reminds me of Demarcus. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Almost. Oh, Demarcus is more like it's just organization. But yeah. Cat was like blowing kisses to the fans yeah. after losing in the first round. I'm yeah. like, bruh, come on. <laughs> like you got like I think for us we can talk about it more in the redeem doc. It's like you want losses to hurt these players mm-hmm. even more and like take that shit seriously. But the <laughs> NBA is so pampered now, it's like, all right, I'm losing, but I'm still walking with tens Money. of millions of dollars exactly. every year. At the end of the day it's a business for them and yeah. it's a you know it's a job, mm-hmm. so they treat it as such. Um, so running through other teams, Pelican Zion's back. Zion's hurt again. He hurt his ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like he looks good. CJ looked good. Um, it's a great young team, but I think it's just health. Lakers. Um, LeBron's about to surpass Kareem this year. Yeah, that's only the big highlight of this year for him. <laughs> that's all he got left. He has no more championships in him. I'm yeah. sorry. LeBron's done. He yeah. should have been done last year. Yeah. Like, how old is he now? 36? Uh, yeah. Oh, 38 now. Oh, 38. This is year 20. 38. Fuck. It felt like he was 36 for like four years. You told me that he's pl- he wants to retire when his son enters. Yeah. The so the NBA age restriction is going to move now. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens Bronny just turned 18. Bryce is looking nice, too. Mm-hmm. I think Bryce is going to be better than Bronny. Um, so I think LeBron's. because yeah, than Bronny, too. Yeah. His four championships right now. But if he has his two sons in the NBA, yeah. that's six, technically. So he, that's the only way he can tie right. Mike. Um, and then just the even LeBron has like shit with kareem now i don't know if you saw that Mm-mm. kareem and lebron never had a relationship and then lebron was asked like how do you feel about like surprising kareem this year he's like no like i have no relationship with kareem they uh, have a little they have a little thing too because just you know kareem's very like um socially aware yeah. but he doesn't really agree with some lebron's comments about yeah, like china yeah. or other things mm-hmm. um so yeah, it's I like damn, damn every team has fucking drama dude yeah TNT. i can't tell if it's for the media for if they just have like no, I, I really don't think they like each other okay. like as much. Hey, like I have a coworker that's a diehard Laker fan, like from the Showtime era. Like yeah, he's old, but uh, you don't fuck with LeBron. Like you don't that. fuck with LeBron. Like, yeah. you like as soon as he entered the Laker system, mm-hmm. you, it's like his Laker fandom went all the way to zero. Yeah, like, he, doesn't care. he didn't even care when they won the. Bowl, so. <laughs> yeah, 
it's like Wilt and Michael never really getting along either. Or like, oh. yeah, it's like Kareem and LeBron, oh. Wilt and Michael, kind of like it's old heads, like not mm. really approving young heads. Yeah, generational thing. Yeah. Um, other teams, Spurs are gonna be trash. Jazz are gonna be trash. They're all gonna tank for Victor yeah. seven six. How about your Kings, man? Oh my Kings, <laughs> let's fucking go! <laughs> let's go for that eighteen. <laughs> I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna be in the bu- uh, the play in. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> but, man, like, I'm a huge Kings fan. For those of you who have been listening, uh, our team looks nice. Like, I think we're on the rise, finally, of just management. Um, but as a Kings fan, losing for 16 years straight. Ah, I was going to say, when was the last time they were in the playoff picture? Man, when we were in freshmen in high school. Mm. Holy shit. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, that's why I'm rocking my Jason <laughs> Williams shirt. Sorry, Mike, baby, I don't have your jersey right now. Um, but, yeah. Um, Hope springs eternal, man. Like going into the season, I'm high on Keegan Murray. Um, like everybody mm-hmm. hated on it. Like mm-hmm. Jaden Ivy, I think Jaden Ivy is perfect for Detroit. So the way things played out, it plays out. That's okay. life. But the Kings are nice. Like they're they're actually going to be nice to watch this year. Mm. They're going to be like the Knicks. Yeah, and then the come up is oh fun. yeah, I know. But the Knicks are trash as an organization. Yeah, um, Spurs are whack. Um, J- Jalen Green. He looks the part. <laughs> Shout out to my Filipinos. I know, I was gonna say. And then OKC is trash. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if Dame. Dame should have left. But, you know, Dame's making almost like 60 a year. So He's making the point, too, as far as being a legacy player. Yeah. He wants to be, you know, one of the very few that can do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's going to retire there. Dame dollar. Yeah, Dame dollar. Yeah. Man, just take your, like, man, players, just get your money, man. Like, at this point, fuck it. Is it get your money or get your rings? Yeah, I mean, like, feel, it. it feels like rings have been like watered down to a point too. They've been, yeah. Ever yeah. since the, I'm not the, the Celtics. They won that, but ever since the Miami Heat, yeah, like, the rings like they mean nothing when you're, you're trying to build super teams around them all the time. Exactly, and like the KD rings, like Steph said it himself. Like I would take this ring over the two rings with KD. Absolutely, and like not even hesitation. Absolutely, and, and Curry just came off his best. I think his career-defining year. Yeah. He did everything he, imaginable in that year. He catapulted to top 10, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. It's almost like, Mount, Ru- top almost 12. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> almost Mount Rushmore, like, uh, caliber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that season. Oh, man. Um, all right, so I think like, we'd kind of breeze through all the teams and all the drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, do you, who do you pick, like, your final predictions? Finals prediction. Finals prediction for – for a conference or for the whole thing? Yeah, Those going bang. to the finals, getting to the finals, getting and then the winning finals. it. Warriors, if they stay healthy, I think it's, they're going to do back-to-back mm-hmm. Western Conference for sure. Uh, Denver, yeah, I'm kind of scared. Of, not scared, but I'm I'm going to keep an eye on them the whole season because yeah. if they're healthy, they have a good chance because Joker is no joke. Yeah, hell no. No pun. <laughs> and his brothers are no <laughs> yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, so I'll call those two. yeah. Yeah, I would love to see the brothers go against Draymond. That would be fun. <laughs> Meet him in fun. the alleyway. Yeah, and plus, I still want Warriors to have like that team that's like undefinably good or even better than them, and I want them to win against them. Yeah, they, they're still last season. As much as I appreciate that championship, there's a lot of teams they could have beat. Like yeah. it was almost a sure shot. If they're healthy the whole time, so that they could have been beaten mm-hmm. by, yeah, like all those Memphis. teams they could have beat everything. Yeah, it just seems like the first championship year mm-hmm. and this most recent championship year, yeah, you kind of lucked out with exactly. injuries from the stars other teams. Just aligned for us. Yeah, that see, year, so. I appreciate that ob- objectivity. Yeah, sometimes I, Warrior fans are like nauseating of just. 
feeling like you're entitled to everything. Nah, man. I still, because I, I know Warrior fans at my workplace. Yeah. No, I'm not going to say who, but they're, they're too, like, a ring's a ring. Like, nah, man. The quality of the ring matters. Yeah. Like, who you beat and how you beat them. Yeah. That matters to me as a yeah, fan. Like, like the, I, I want good basketball. It's like the 2011 game. Dallas Mavericks run. Yeah. Like, that's all-time run to the championships because you knocked out everybody. Yeah. Like, for example, the Cavs, that, that's the one ring I will res- respect LeBron forever because yeah. he worked his ass off to yeah. win that 2016 ring with Kyrie. With the help of Adam Silver and the suspension, <laughs> which yeah. is, like, always yeah. a big factor. Yeah, but that's one game, so. Yeah. But still, he worked his ass off to get to that point, so yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, NBA drama. Um, so you got Warriors in Denver in the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Or Western. Western. Yeah. I say Bucks. I said Bucks and Sixers. Um, I'm teetering <laughs> more on Bucks to go all the way, mm-hmm. just because like they don't have the most drama compared to everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think James Harden like has yet to prove he's getting older. He's yet to prove himself in playoffs. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid's always hurt, and then Giannis is just like the funniest dude on earth. And Giannis is my des- second favorite player in the league. He deserves all the praise, and I love what he said about Tim Duncan. He's like, "Where the hell is Tim Duncan? I want to be like him." <laughs> he should play like Tim Duncan. Yeah, in his I, later years, he might play like him. I, th- I think he's he's better under the radar, like mm-hmm. underdog. Um, just not even being the top dog in the East. Yeah. Just get to the playoffs healthy. Everybody be cool. Um, and that, I mean, maybe Bucks and Warriors finals would be That'll cool. That would be fun. Which will be interesting because everyone was predicting Giannis to go to jump ship to the Warriors before. Yeah, if we had Giannis, we have to clear oh, up. It's over. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> That's Kobe and Shaq all over again. Yeah. So. I love this. Yeah. Uh, sweet. Cool. We ran out of camera, but it's all good. Okay, cool. All right. So we're going to shift gears. Talking from the, the upcoming season into... Is this the same episode or is it the I'm same? I'm going to split it up. Okay. Yeah. Redeem Team. Redeem Team. The documentary just came out on Netflix covering the 2008 Olympic team that had a lot of hype. You know what? Actually, let me let me just start with this real quick. I wasn't very aware of the Redeem Team yeah. growing up, which is weird because in high school, for some reason, my, my attention was not all the way in the NBA, yeah, the, yeah. the new surrounding it, because I wasn't watching a lot of ESPN. So. Mm-hmm. Especially Olympics. I, I never gave a fuck about the Olympics. So mm-hmm. it was kind of nice to watch something I I'm, I'm wasn't very – I was present for, but I wasn't fully aware of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't even understand the significance of the Redeem Team until this documentary. So yeah. it's a very, very well done documentary. The only problem is – it's too short. Too well, too short, and you no didn't Kobe. have the main guy, no Kobe. Yeah. So it, it kind of lost. It could have been great if we had everyone present, but you know, yeah, things happen. So, and it's a great doc because like other docs on Netflix has come out with mm-hmm. like Malice in the Palace, um, the the ref one, mm-hmm. um, the Untold Story series. This is separate. This one's produced by LeBron and Dwayne Wade, so it's very heavy on those ah. two narrating everything i didn't know that you didn't know that but it felt like that it was just like felt felt a lot like about them Mm. um i wish i mean i'll say right now i wish the story was kind of like focused on lebron and Dwayne wade and carmelo's career like the three big three Mm -hmm. of like how they kind of shift the dynamic and change in a generation right um but this is a redeemed team doc but it kind of felt like it was just focused on them it did feel like that um which they were part of the 2004 team um i will say right off the bat like uh, again, I, I wasn't paying attention to the team at the time. We're in high school. All we care about is our, our fucking pleasure. games, yeah, you know? Exactly. Um, but, like, I I worked for Team USA. I got my Team USA polo. So I know what it means of, like, all the practices and just the the pride of having, like, your national team, like, get set up for the Olympics mm-hmm. and all the FIBA stuff. 
um and then yeah our like our dude kobe um your dude kobe mm-hmm. um i like i related to like hating on kobe growing up because like he was always killing my teams um but again now that kobe's gone um uh, r.i.p to the whole people like this kind of reminded me like damn this guy's influences still crazy it goes way beyond basketball for yeah. some people too um, um yeah but the redeem team comprises of how many people or who mike uh so just hella folks uh lebron Dwayne wade carmelo i'm just going off the top dwight howard who doesn't oh, get boozer. enough praise um boozer was on on one of them um and then chris paul darren williams who was my favorite player growing up mm-hmm. like he was smooth um you got michael red who doesn't get a lot of appreciation he was a sniper in milwaukee mm-hmm. um and then tayshawn prince who was like a fucking beast in detroit like like lengthwise uh, chris bosh his fucking corny ass from the raptors <laughs> like this this was the new guard of the nba and they they were the focus of the 2010s um so like and coached by coach k too you know what now i'm a little more pissed off now that you mentioned lebron produced this yeah like, I'm, I'm wondering why they didn't interview everybody that's what i said everybody like it didn't they, feel that way yeah they could have easily did michael jay kid was on it huh michael red wasn't interviewed yeah. and they didn't have a lot like this documentary fell a little short i know like we're i'm comparing it to the last dance last mm-hmm. dance was 10 10 fucking episodes i was tuned in every fucking mm-hmm. week well to be like, fair that was spanning 10 like 15 years yeah and stuff, so. but i felt like this could have done three episodes yeah, like one least. whole episode of just like up to 2004 because mm-hmm. they they went through hella fast of the history of the the, the olympics um and then kind of like went backwards with the doug collins mm-hmm. thing of 1972 i wish they kind of like formatted it that way to up to 2004 mm-hmm. next episode 2004 to 2008 and then 2008 as the final episode of everything yeah i think they just wanted to mirror the dream team doc a little bit yeah it's format wise because that one for some reason that one paced better but they interviewed everyone exactly for that for that documentary so that one yeah. felt more complete yeah this one yeah tishon prince didn't even say anything yeah dwight howard I, he said like maybe one line yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he was in a lo- couple of clips yeah. but it was just like and he was rocking his Kobe sweater. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think, so the Team USA. Sweater again. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So, like, there was also docs about, like, um, Dream Team. Mm-hmm. And I love that documentary because everybody said something. Mm-hmm. That documentary was sick because mm-hmm. everyone spoke. John Stockton spoke. Carl Malone spoke. Even Leitner spoke. Even Leitner spoke. <laughs> All folks spoke. And that was crafted beautifully. And they showed the international appeal um but like the first 15 minutes was just like yeah we lost in 04 we shouldn't have lost why didn't you why didn't you interview some of the 04 team like alan iverson duncan the marburys it was just the young people talking Mm -hmm. about it you know it would have been nice too if they they interviewed some of the the opposing teams too a little bit yeah exactly yeah because that was actually the most it was very biased it's biased but that was actually the most interesting part of the doc for me Mm because again i wasn't very aware of the international teams yeah yeah. but i think lebron said it or Dwayne might have said it that these teams play together for like years yeah years so the fact that uh, a team with so much talent arguably the best talent in basketball could get defeated by I want. I don't want to say lesser talented people because they have the mm-hmm. talent in their own right. But mm-hmm. these are the. This is the the peak for basketball. Yeah, and the fact that you have a team from a different country, Carlos Arroyo and <laughs> Puerto Rico, <laughs> international teams. They, you know, they don't get a lot of credit up until around that era. Actually, yeah. as far as their game, because their game mm-hmm. is based on team play. Yep. It's based on fundamentals. Yeah, and then you know, the NBA is historically known for being flashy 
and Skilled. athletic. Yeah. So the fact that they can get beat like that, yeah, not just once but multiple yeah. times, it's 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 humbling to see that. I love it. We don't see that enough. I was talking to my dad last week of like how the U.S. has so much professional leagues mm-hmm. that it's very it's more like local mm-hmm. but u.s fans are very like fair weather yeah like un- until you're like in some regions like midwest like diehard mm-hmm. areas but like um international they play with their national pride like they exactly. play their hearts out they represent like look at all the football teams mm-hmm. in the world like world cup is like quidditch bro it's yeah. like they they're live life or death Mm -hmm. Um, and and this is where i'm a little biased towards our country like okay i'm not i might get canceled for this i don't care Uh i'm not very patriotic myself yeah our culture is weird compared to every other uh country because there's there is no they even had a hard time explaining it in the doc as far as trying to find what are you guys playing for yeah they can't even really they had a hard time in my opinion they had a hard time conveying the american message yeah, yeah. to like who are you fighting for military yeah, blah, blah, blah. that's not really enough for me yeah i feel like other countries have a lot more to to fight for which is why i kind of root for them sometimes yeah yeah so because we're the big bad americans on the block and, yeah we're the bullies and look at the oh i appreciated the doc kind of giving me context of like 2004 mm-hmm. like 2003 i forget like we grew up in it but mm-hmm. we didn't really like pay attention to the war yeah. or anything like that mm-hmm. um and like it was just hated the u.s yeah it was really heightened times of like being in the military traveling mm-hmm. um so yeah I, I was like oh shit they stayed in a cruise ship they yeah. didn't even go to olympic village yeah um which which kind of sucks mm-hmm. and then like yeah, uh, when they showed the the marines in the water trying to protect them. yeah that was wow, wow. that's that wild. Crazy. that's what i'm saying like if you extended it more uh-huh. and have a whole dedication of like what it means to be in team usa mm-hmm. um and then even like talking about the dream team like that's why i love the dream team because it expanded this whole generation of like international influence the mm-hmm. nba now the top five players mm-hmm. three of them are international yeah. luca Joel, and Giannis, yeah exactly and jo- joker like holy shit mm-hmm. so like yeah, I, I agree, too, that um, unless, like, for me, I'm biased because I worked for Team USA, <laughs> but, like, the American appeal of, like, kind of feeling sorry for them for yeah, losing. Yeah, it's it like, really well, I, I'm not feeling any type of remorse for losing. Yeah. I kind of, Because you didn't interview 04, um, Puerto Rico. You didn't interview them. Yeah, exactly. Or Manu Ginobili. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. You didn't interview them. That's true. So you, you couldn't even get, like, their perspective on it. Yeah, why didn't they get fucking Manu? It's yeah. not like he's not available to fucking... Because it's le- produced by LeBron and Dwayne Wade. Oh, who lost against so Spurs, like, yeah. So, like, you're always going to be on your story. Yeah. But you don't have a third party of, like, making sure that it's you know getting the other people involved you know you know i kind of went from loving this doc to kind of like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i know i know, I know. A couple of that, that's now. the great thing too okay so okay back to the basketball aspect of like um or just the doc mm-hmm. um it was it was great to see of just again we grew up on the 03 draft um and then kind of leading up to it i didn't know how much they kind of like like coach k and jerry colangelo like um they turned around usa basketball they did. it became a program it's mm-hmm. not just show up one summer it's show up every fucking summer mm-hmm. and i've worked there two times and it's it's crazy you got like 40 nba players in las vegas like working out and mm-hmm. getting better so okay this, that's a good way to to explain that since you work for them uh-huh. how is the the vibe 
the vibe yeah, yeah during the oh, it's, team, co- it's competitive like i worked when it was like kd paul george and james harden like going at it playing mm-hmm. one-on-one on um, king of the court and like so high competitiveness it's, it's high competitiveness because you're trying to make the team mm-hmm. it's like you're trying to make this team um and oh you have like it's not made up it's it's like you the way get, they you get cut the way they kind of explained that they, they they chose the players to yeah you get invited like you still have to try you still have, ah, you still have to like okay. maintain it you still have to be healthy okay. on top of training for the nba okay so every summer you go to vegas and like work your ass out work your ass off um being it that's why you saw lebron carmelo and Dwayne wade kind of like spearheading this mm-hmm. it wasn't until i found out that kobe joined like the year before 07 like he he yeah. wasn't invited until then mm-hmm. um and we could talk more about kobe in the middle but like yeah i didn't realize they lost in 06 mm-hmm. um and like I mean, which which also gives the fact like you spend so much summers together. Uh-huh. That's what build your friendships. Mm-hmm. There's not as much like animosity towards each other because you're always seeing each other, yeah. and that's what led to Miami Heat team up. That's what led to like other team ups, like KD and stuff. It all makes sense now. You're yeah. all not just working out in the summer separately. Mm-hmm. You're literally living with each other, playing cards all the time. Yeah, that's good. So that's that's, that's why, and that's the the culture they try to cultivate anyway. So. Yeah yeah like mirroring international teams because mm-hmm. you grew up with each other at 16 15 years old and grew up together literally they're, pro- they're brothers at that point yeah and i get yeah as I long as you that. don't punch each other like Draymond green <laughs> <laughs> shots fired um all right um so other things i think and big takeaway from this documentary kobe like oh seven uh talked about that mm-hmm. of like up to that point Number eight, everyone fucking hated number eight. Yeah. Kick Shaq out of the, the Lakers. Mm-hmm. He was going through his trial. Um, Which I almost forgot for a quick second. Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot about and that. And his teams were like barely scratching first round, mm-hmm. second round. Um, so yeah. I didn't even know he wanted to leave the Lakers at one point. Yeah, he asked for a trade. He I wanted to go that. to the Bulls. I didn't know You don't that. remember that? Nah, oh, man, it was a big story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's good remembrance for us. Yeah. But how did you feel about seeing Kobe again in this doc? Kobe's presence is more like... Uh, they made him more like a myth, mm-hmm. I guess. Because again, I love Kobe. He's in, he. I, we, I put him in my top five when we did our top five players of all time. Mm-hmm. But the way they they romanticize Kobe a little bit to the point where it's like you can't talk about Kobe in any negative way. Yeah. yeah. Like again, like I wish they kind of showed more footage of mm-hmm. practices and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like an entire episode. Yeah. Because, again, LeBron, I'm sure his, his relationship with Kobe was close. Yep. But sometimes I feel like they talk about it to the point where they're, like, best friends. Yep. Especially from his eyes. Yep. Like, I don't, I never got that they're that close. Mm-hmm. It's not like a Michael and Kobe type relationship with them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Kobe respects all the players, but um, he said himself that Kobe always keeps himself anyway. He's so, a loner. Yeah, he's a loner. So it's kind of weird for him for, I don't know. For you to speak on someone that you His don't friendship. know that well yeah. yeah i don't know that's like it's me weird. saying someone it, that they think of me as their best friend yeah you know and we're friends they're friends for sure yeah but, but there could be little tweaks of how you feel about each other about yeah. certain things and mm-hmm. you still have the competitive side of mm-hmm. things like um the kobe thing which i like so i'll talk about how much i loved seeing kobe on there it's because like kobe's still frozen in time to me of just man like you can only go back to videos and mm-hmm. stuff, and then you seen his seen his daughter at the end. Yeah, his daughters. That, that made Sam cry a little bit. Yeah, you this, saw Gigi and Nat and Natalia. Yeah, like, like oh, man, th- those were heartbreaking stuff. And I'm glad I'm glad they um put that in there. And mm-hmm. part of Kobe's journey being called loner, mm-hmm. like I think that's great because like 
other people don't have the social battery be around yeah. other people. He grew up in Italy. Mm-hmm. He's been international. So he's the perfect piece to the puzzle, <laughs> just like Michael to the dream team. Yeah. Because like him growing off, growing up in the international, uh-huh. he knows how they play. Yeah. I forgot they highlighted too. Like I forgot how much China loves Kobe. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I love it. I almost it. forgot about it. It's like that. Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all our Asian friends, bro. Like all y'all rock Kobe shit. Maybe that's why I like Kobe too. I don't know. Maybe. Nah, I don't think nah. so. No, but yeah, it's, but, it was wild in high school. Yeah. Everyone's wearing Kobe, Kobe shit. Yeah. Like all of our Asian friends, we went to a 90% Asian yeah. school. <laughs> Unless you're like a coach B. Lou who hated. If you're a diehard Warriors fan, you hate Kobe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He smacked us. Yeah. And the We Believe here. So. Uh, but he respect the shit out of him because yeah, it was just like Michael all over again. But yeah. in, in China, that's why I'm saying you needed another episode to talk about Kobe's mm-hmm. influence, a Nike brand, mm-hmm. the whole like, are you the same animal and different beast? This was Kobe's time. Like, this is his transition from 8 to 24. This was, yeah, yeah. as a redeem team, uh-huh. he was the redeem moment in mm-hmm. his career, shifting from 8 to number 24 yeah. around this time. What I liked about Kobe's presence in the dock was it, it showed the shift of, okay, the mama mentality. Like, yeah. as soon as he stepped into the team, it shifted completely. Yeah, like, yeah. everyone took it more serious. They're saying that he played hard defense during practice. And diving. that's what they're missing. Yeah, diving for balls. And like, I appreciate that because I do that shit too. Yeah. So it goes to show that leadership, actions speak louder than words too. Yeah. And, you know, when they show the – who the power play for? Spain, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That first play. Clocked him. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. But that's what I miss. We don't see that a lot exactly. anymore. So. It's like I'll rip your heart out. Yeah. And, like, I, that's why people love and respect Kobe mm-hmm. from the older generation, I believe, mm-hmm. because it's, like, it's a reminder of the olden days mm-hmm. of, like, taking basketball seriously. Seriously, yeah. And he took it to another level. Yeah. And I do want to say this because we talked about this in the season. This is why mm-hmm. the mama mentality for this generation is not translating for me personally because yeah. they say it, they preach it. I don't see it though. Yeah, they say it, they dress it, mm-hmm. but they don't practice it. As, yeah. Like when you read the book, he says he would do midnight workouts. He would be the first in the gym. Yeah. He would sleep in his car waiting for the gym to open. Yeah. I don't feel like none of these players are doing that. Nah, and it's like, like what is that? Uh, the thing I hate about this generation too: everyone's posting their workouts. Mm-hmm. Like I get it with trainers, mm-hmm. but like Dame Dame Lillard said it too. It's like just because I'm not posting my workouts mm-hmm. doesn't mean I'm not working out yeah you know and i knew with the devin booker shit if you remember the video when it was like oh no double teams in pickup like we're trying to work on our games when he literally was double teamed in the finals a year later or mm. two later that's why you should be double. that's why yeah. you, you played a game like mm-hmm. you practice fucking like hard as hell yeah. f- to prepare for the game and he got stripped by drew holiday in mm-hmm. the finals so it's like this mamba mentality is glamorized it's to the point it's glamorized. it's uh it's like organic the mm-hmm. name like organic you can just slap organic on everything yeah yeah, it's kind of like how I feel about Bruce Lee too. Like yeah. when he passed, like everyone preached his philosophy, but sometimes I don't see it because yeah. it's hard. It's hard to imagine it when you're not when you're such a super fan like I was with Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. and you have these MMA fighters like saying they took inspiration from him. Yeah, I still don't see it sometimes because yeah. it doesn't show in your work ethic mm-hmm. like he did. Yeah. It's pretty similar actually the way they the way they think. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's the social media thing. Like, yeah. yeah, even to affect of us like putting stuff out there and. Mm-hmm. You know, just work and like don't even don't even talk about you working. Just to show, show the, the results. Exactly. Show, show it. the results. Like Kobe did a great thing of like promoting hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, people twist it and he's not here to like fix shit or yeah. like to change it up. Yeah. Um, you so. Remember that old uh, that old Jimmy Kimmel interview? Yeah. Where they showed Nick Young celebrating. Uh-huh. Yeah. Laughing and yeah, shit. Laughing yeah. And Kobe's yeah. just like. Yeah, this is dumb. <laughs> you know, it's like. 
don't settle for like small things go yeah. go for the mountain and that's why i love players like Giannis because mm-hmm. they they fucking they do it live and breathe it yeah they know i mean it also depends on your upbringing too of like if you really like were in shit mm-hmm. then you can appreciate the littlest shit yeah you know? yeah so kobe um r.i.p um and i like i like this doc too because it brought up the whole lebron versus kobe thing which I felt should have been extended more. Like, you know, remember, like, the uh, whole Nike thing of putting them against each other yeah, and then, yeah, like, yeah. the world, the barbershops always, like, saying who was better, LeBron or Kobe. Mm-hmm. Till this day, I still, like, go back and forth. I'm like, fuck, who, who would I really pick? I, I, I determined it as, like, LeBron is the greatest ever created player, but Kobe and Mike are, like, the players you want at the end of the day to win. Okay, elaborate that a little bit more. LeBron does everything. He okay. does everything on the court does like offense defense like he is if you created a player there's like 99s across the board with mm. all his skills best created player ever okay all but around defense mike okay. and kobe mm-hmm. to an extent they're like the best too mm-hmm. mike obviously higher another mm-hmm. tier but if i want to fucking win a game if mm-hmm. i want to like like compete my ass off mm-hmm. it's them too i'd pick gotcha. them gotcha mike and lebron or kobe and kobe LeBron. and lebron okay yeah well we've seen it slightly so yeah yeah Okay. Okay. I see what you mean. I was going to say, with defense, I would still pick Kobe, but you're talking about all around defense. LeBron could guard one through five. One through five. So, yeah. okay. And, then, and their matchups, too. LeBron has more wins than Kobe. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you you put Miami on that team, though. Yeah. But I just thought, like, the whole LeBron versus Kobe thing, I mm-hmm. love that they talked about it. A little bit, yeah. They brought it back. Yeah. Because that's a legit thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of that. Let me switch to D Wade real quick because I forgot how much I love D Wade. Me too. Yeah, like holy shit. I for- <laughs> they call him the Flash for a reason. Like yeah, the yeah. highlights. Like I, you forget sometimes because of so much LeBron talk. But uh-huh. D Wade was the shit yeah. when we were growing. He up. knows he's number yeah, two yeah. to Kobe though. <laughs> yeah, he knows. He, like that's big brother will whoop yeah. your ass. And he said that too. Like he took offense when uh, Manu. <laughs> yeah, it's like. He's not the best. Yeah, he's like, oh hell no! That I mean, that was cool because like, like dream that. team, yeah. it was like I regarding Manu. Exactly. <laughs> Let's talk about Carmelo real quick. Yeah, Carmelo is my guy. Um, he looks skinnier in the dock. He did. He did. <laughs> yeah, Melo's a beast. Olympic Melo, underrated. Like, um, yeah, they should have focused more on like how the Olympics were different and how it attributed to Melo being a beast and um in the olympics more than the nba sometimes yeah, like defensively too defensively and um i think with team usa our 2004 redeem team i'll people say they think they're better than dream team i still think they would have got smacked though because like <laughs> if you dream team against redeem team like i think they cancel each other off and like kobe in Mike, ways yeah, yeah, yeah. in ways because the thing is we think about the dream team you do have you have the try yeah, the, the holy trinity. Yep. But then uh, only Michael was in his prime. Yeah, and Magic and Larry were kind of on their way out. But so. they're still cerebral. Though. I know, I know. But they're they're in their how many years? They're already, 11th they're year? already past their championship. Yeah, they're form. past. Okay, but still, you have the they're pretty much the architects of their respective positions. So yeah. eleven Hall of Famers. Yeah, too. and then you have Robinson. You have good defense with Ewing. So yeah, I don't know. Dwight Howard is a baby compared to those bigs. No. Nah. You're not gonna. You're not Ewing, them. Ewing. Um, uh, I for, I'm forgetting. I'm blanking out. Carl Malone too. Yeah. Like he was. He was a. He's a power forward. Mm-hmm. Him and Charles, but they're fucking strong as shit. Yeah. I said this too on Instagram because someone posted that too. I was just like, you know what? The OA team is more skillful. Yeah. yeah. But 
the grit of the the dream team will I think that'll just trump everything. Yeah. Because you know, oh eight might be able to outshoot them. Yeah. But not for all four quarters. But you have Chris Mullen too. Yeah. Who's a sniper. Exactly. And John Stockton can shoot his own right. If they had Isaiah uh-huh. instead of Christian Leitner, Isaiah Thomas should have been on that team. <laughs> oh, it would have been a wrap yeah. for any all time team. But you had Magic already. So. Yeah, Magic already. Who's yeah. the greatest of all time? I mean, and you had Stockton too. So. Yeah. It's just Stockton gets a bad rap sometimes yeah. of just not being. And yeah, Pippen, who would defend anybody. 90, so. 90 feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in his like, prime. He, I don't think he can guard LeBron fully, but I think he can slow LeBron down. Me too. Me too. Because um, yeah. this team, as much as I love this team, only Kobe. It's just four of them. Five and LeBron, them. yeah, they'll, they'll defend. Yeah. Everyone else, they're kind of like, yeah, mediocre defense in my yeah. opinion. Michael Red, I'm, I'm trying to remember Michael Red. Sniper from Bucks. Why am I? You don't remember him? They didn't highlight him a lot. Because so. he was playing for the Bucks. They didn't do shit. This was like the, during like Carlos Delfino and um, OJ Mayo and all that. The Bucks, you, you very, 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 very under the radar mm. around that time. What was the average? Oh, You're looking it up right there. Um, so uh, the doc, um, just to wrap it up too, I think it was great to see the Olympic Village vibe of like being able to interact with other athletes in the world because the olympics is the mecca of mecca of athletes and china was a big deal because it's china you know it's a communist country and like they went all out with the presentation of the olympics the 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 size of their stadium (laughs) the thousand drums and yeah yeah, and then like that's where i think they should have like brought more olympic um, appeal to it or more stories yeah it was cool to see too like just kobe and them in the crowd yeah just cheering on for the other events that are going on mm-hmm. like serena and, uh i think michael phelps michael phelps yeah yeah i was like see that's kind of misty and carrie walsh from volleyball yeah that's the that's the real appeal of the doc mm-hmm. you know if you really want that u.s pride and mm-hmm. you gotta show that a little bit more of sep- uh, like supporting each other yeah because the again this isn't just a regular basketball documentary this is about the olympic this is the world this is the world team should have been a world documentary about that significance and of uh you know just uh, like being an olympic athlete whether you're just doing all that little Mm -hmm. weird shit like you're still top top in the world of something yeah people take that for granted like (laughs) people talk shit about nba players all the time but they are one of a few hundred fraternity Mm -hmm. every year that can only do it you're at the 99th or one percent percentile whichever um so and again i really wish you know obviously i kind of wish they did this documentary a lot earlier i don't know what the significance of doing it now was i don't know just kobe's passing i guess people want to bring it up again yeah because kobe's his contribution to the last dance even if it was only two three minutes Uh it was a lot for me so i really wish we could have had him to talk about this more in depth in retrospect yeah because i feel like he doesn't talk about this a lot uh-huh. they redeems him a lot here i'll ask you this because uh-huh. like now that the doc's over and we're in 2022 do you think international will ever surpass us in basketball in basketball they're catching up and i think yeah. to a point they're they might be on par honestly because yeah. uh give it another 10 years mm-hmm. it's it's constantly expanding uh the thing about international team over nba they don't have the money to 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 interfere too much with the culture of the basketball outside of the US. The yeah. money is always fucking up everything here. Yeah. So that's why again it's nice to see the Olympics because it's really down to the grit of basketball. There's yeah. no there's not a lot of politics. Neutral ground sometimes. Exactly. Everyone's yeah. on there's no <laughs> 
you have to work as a team yeah, yeah. With, with the best players so it's always nice to see that yeah it's fun um i didn't really watch a lot i should probably watch a little more which one um more the u.s teams because i really i always skip it during the summer yeah like, i mean because really it. it's, it's it's not at the best time to watch because mm-hmm. it's it every year or every two years so every two years is FIBA or okay. like it's FIBA and then World Championships and then it's like um, Olympics. Olympics, before. yeah, which which takes me a while to understand even working for the team because mm-hmm. like you still have to qualify for shit. Mm-hmm. Just because you're the U.S. doesn't mean you're automatically in. Yeah, and they they showed that like you had to fight again another mm-hmm. year um, to qualify. Um, and I think personally, like international is going to have another boom in the next five to ten years. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, American players are always, they're going to be distracted so much by social media. Yeah. But NBA Africa is growing. Um, that's um, going to be another mining area. Like, I hate to say it that way, but they're going to. They're going to scout more. Out they're going to, like, reap, reap the benefits of Africa again yeah. in a different way. Yeah. Um, and then, like, uh, other parts of the world just being hungry. Uh, right now, there's, like, top four players in the NBA are, like, international. Mm-hmm. It might even be top six, seven, eight in a few years at one point i'll say even more than that maybe yeah yeah it's gonna be crazy there might be a fucking filipino right now <laughs> playing in chanelas that just like <laughs> goes ham as long as he's over six feet he has a chance yeah he has a chance <laughs> and his name is michael rivera jr i don't know <laughs> a pure filipino that'd be some shit. sorry Jalen green kai soto um we don't have we don't have a yao ming anymore so oh uh, yeah, yeah see yeah. oh they should have talked about yao dinner's dog that's his home country yeah, i know about like china's perspective of like kobe coming to the mv or like there see damn yeah. stock is missing a lot oh, dude it's a lot it's holy shit lot. i don't even like this doc no more <laughs> just <laughs> kidding redeem the redeem redeem this doc <laughs> but it's still a good doc i mean yeah. you know they they covered the main points i'm sure yeah and it, it made me really want to watch the the final game one time with a oh yeah. spain yeah with spain. rudy fernandez was going off He's holy shit he didn't do shit in the nba There's so many teardrops so many like they have a lot of shoes he was dunking yeah he's on dunking but, on motherfuckers again i wasn't there to watch it but to watch it like that and yeah, then yeah. to see kobe's last shot he was like yeah see i've seen that clip i didn't get understand what was going yeah. on it was dope man and then and foul trouble and mm-hmm. then dwayne wade coming in yeah. i was like yeah okay this and is then cool kobe taking the last quarter which historically he usually does yeah. anyway so it's like I, th- <laughs> I forgot to say this but i think when lebron glamorizes how like he like puts teams together mm-hmm. or like he's the fun part of the group and mm-hmm. keeps the group there like some of his jokes are like super corny and, like, <laughs> like i don't jokes. know like i know he's a goofball too uh, but it's just like i don't know i would have nah. been more serious about this or <laughs> maybe that's why i never succeeded in basketball but it's like nah man yeah i, I mean i would lean towards like kobe kobe's side even though i would oh, get yeah. the brunt of it yeah. you know but it's more like lebron like doing <laughs> Like those jokes, and I guess they work uh, well to each other. It's like Magic and Kobe, or Magic and Mike, Mike and, Magic and Mike, yeah, and that's the same thing. Um, it's a passing of the torch, too. Yeah, so like, exactly. You know, LeBron was only—I didn't realize he was only in his fifth year. So to be at that high level already, I already went to the finals. Leader, yeah, leader status already. Yeah, that early, the prodigy. That's crazy. Melo's still my guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So final score, Mike. Out of, out of all the basketball docs, where would you rank this one? Oh, shit, man. I don't even know if it cracked the top three. <laughs> this <laughs> was your, great. What are your top ones, though? Uh, uh, the Dream Team. Uh-huh. It's in no order. I can't remember. The Last Dance is always number one. Mm-hmm. Bad Boys um, is one of my favorites. Bad Boys is on the greatest one. Uh, Have you been watching the Lakers one? I, the the Hulu one? Yeah. Nah, I don't like that one. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan Cause of Because they just had the L.A. Showtime 
um parody one or not mm-hmm. parody but whatever it's the dramatized version of mm-hmm. it um but i really like the la one and versus boston one that's a three episode documentary you gotta watch that it was like oh, was that the it was the history movies? of celtics and lakers uh-huh. it was like within this decade and okay. then like they talked about it was three episodes that's that's uh, why I loved it because it like broke down pretty much a lot of their careers and the significance of that rivalry. So docs like this, the Redeem Team, mm-hmm. I was surprised it was only ninety minutes. I watched it on Thursday yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Damn, I'll finish this in one night!" Like, I didn't really <laughs> At least get two enough. Hours. That would be nice. Yeah, so I feel like yeah, this doc just they just shoved it out there, mm-hmm. just put content. Like nowadays, people are just making documentaries and content about everything and mm-hmm. so oversaturating it. But I still see the value in this doc. Yeah. Since LeBron isn't on this path now, do you think he's going to produce his own documentary? Yeah, he will. He will. But it, like it'll that. be it'll be interesting to see if like if he talks about Delonte West, yeah. if he really talks about other things. Mike did the same thing too, mm-hmm. like cut and edit approval of other shit. Yeah, uh, this this doc actually made me not want a Kobe doc for some reason without too. his contribution to yeah. it. It's not the same. Even if it's Vanessa doing it or spearheading yeah. it, it just just let it be and let yeah like him be a legend to everyone who experienced it yeah and i wanted it too as, as soon as he passed I was like man yeah. you know, as soon as we finished the last dance I was like oh man i hope they make a kobe one yeah, yeah. Lakers. you know it's like nah. i think he put enough out into the world mm-hmm. authentically on his own without an agenda or narrative yeah to like put another doc just because it's a doc yeah i think he's influence in the world is stamped yeah um so redeem doc what would you rate it I really, I rate it. Yeah. After we <laughs> after we reviewed it, it was like at an eight for me at some point, but now I give it like a six. I gave it yeah, like a seven. There and is a half. Too, there's too much gaps in between, not enough uh-huh. history, not enough uh, insight from other people's perspectives besides the main five mm-hmm. players. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's missing a lot. So. Yeah. But uh-huh. as as a basketball doc, it's fun to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's cool to see all the like great great players being great yeah especially in the they, they weren't even the greatest yet they're just coming up so, oh yeah. yeah i always like seeing the rise not the yeah the, it's the come up yeah, i always said the come up is the, the best way yeah um but sweet that's cool. the doc that's uh, if the other episode of the nba season preview i don't know if our predictions will ever be correct um we'll, we'll make a post of it yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> see where, how it lands later. um but this yeah hopefully these two episodes get us back in the running of reviewing more shit so mm-hmm. um yeah, we'll definitely black <laughs> black panther wakanda forever we'll definitely do that i don't know about the future after that yeah, yeah. like quick quick just disclaimer what have you been watching like a oh, weird shit weird man. shit weird shit you're out of the marvel shit i'm out i'm bit. out we're just gonna have a discussion right now yeah oh the i'm out i'm out on the soup the mcu yeah if you haven't noticed i mean if you guys still follow us on this podcast uh, yeah, yeah I, we missed I, a lot of shit i feel like with the superhero genre i'm over it mm-hmm. like everyone's telling me to watch the boys mm-hmm. I'll watch it when I watch it. Mm-hmm. And then there's other content like The Lord of the Rings, which I heard suck. Yeah, Star that disappointed me. Like, yeah. I wish it was better. Oh, no, yeah. Once I heard, like, Peter Jackson's wasn't even involved, mm-hmm. even though, like, the real the estate of uh, Tolkien doesn't yeah. fuck with it. Shout out to Rob. I don't know if you listen to this, but he's a big-ass Lord of the Rings fan, yeah. and he could not watch it. Yeah, episode of it. hell no. Nah, like, so that, that, if he can't watch it, what the 
fucking not gonna watch I remember it. like last year I was like hyped for Ring, Rings of Power. I was hyped for like Star Wars shit, like mm-hmm. Andor. But like after so much disappointment mm-hmm. with all these streaming sh- chat shows or whatever, yeah. like fuck it, I'm gonna watch it on my own. And when they're done, and I'll go back to old shit. That's where I'm at <laughs> in my life. So I'm watching fucking Yu Yu Hakusho right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, watch yeah. I'm right watching. Now. I just watched The Boy by Taika Waititi, <laughs> and I'm like into that. that. That was a really great movie in you 2013. Know, I just, when I bought Love and Thunder again, uh-huh. it's not that bad. Yeah, but it still sucks. It still sucks, bad. but yeah. that's why I hate. Like I, I always, I always do this to myself just to see people like argue, and I was yeah. like, bro, people are just so mad about something like three months ago. Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> are you excited for Black Panther? I am. A bit, yeah. I am. Um, but I, I'm gonna temper my expectations, and mm-hmm. then I've, I think I've got gotten over the thing of like, man, I want to be like a comic book fan. But I think comic book fans, just like Star Wars fans, mm-hmm. are very sensitive mm-hmm. or like very like grown ass men, women like crying about little shit yeah. it don't fucking matter like we already know these companies and the networks have agendas and want to make money at the end of the day like warner brothers like mm-hmm. fuck it just enjoy what you want to enjoy yeah. fuck it deadpool 3 though i want that to oh be that better be real and good. i want <laughs> and I, I want x-men to be good because yeah. they, they i know you haven't watched it i know but they actually mentioned x-men by name yeah, in that yeah. Show, so okay like, okay okay so they're coming but yeah. we'll see yeah. But as far as like our our old format of reviewing shit, yeah, I think we'll we'll just review stuff we want to review. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We shouldn't like because if we reviewed Miss Marvel and She Hulk, I would have just tore that shit every fucking time. Yeah. So it's not fun to just rip shit. We're going stuff. into podcasts just to yeah. hate on something. Yeah. We, we know we're, everyone. We're hates. not like that. So. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll go Yu Yu show again. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just watching Hunter Hunter again. Yeah. Um. So. I have to watch that again because it, it's kind of making me want to go back. Yeah. So. So. Love what you love. Yeah, love everybody. Love everybody. <laughs> well, Vero, preachy, preachy. Uh, sweet. Right. So that's the episodes. Mm-hmm. Hope um, you guys enjoyed. Uh, I know it's, we've been gone for a while, but hopefully, if you stick with us, we'll have some more shit in the future. So yeah. Uh, so Mike, from the top of the dome to the back of the pack, we are the top bad podcast. Peace. Peace.